Hi there, I'm Jacob. This is my dad, Graham. Happy Father's Day. Oh, Jacob, thanks for remembering. That's the first time you said that today. That's because we're doing a pre-recorded... Oh, yeah, we're pre-recording it, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. Anyway, welcome to Christchurch Online and, uh, and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching this later, you're very, very welcome. The service starts at 10 o'clock, so you've just got about time to go and make yourself a cup of coffee, have a cup of tea, um, or just listen to us wittering on for the next 10 minutes or so. Yeah, don't forget to invite your friends. Uh, please share it and set up a watch party. That would be excellent. Uh, remember to wake up your teenagers. Mum, can you wake me up? Very funny. Um, and the exciting thing about this morning is we've got a new series starting called Sing the Psalms. And Simon, uh, our vicar, is going to be preaching to us uh, later on. Um, but we've got to have a bit of fun along the way uh, this morning. So we've got a few clips coming up in terms of uh, what's the daddest thing ever. So uh, we'll see what people have got to say about their dads in a minute. Have you got any stories about your dad? No. Oh, put me on the spot there. We can crop that, don't worry. <laughs> I can, uh, you can't think of anything. That's I, just rude. You I, can't think of amazing stories about your dad. Oh. Now it's time for our regular Look Who's Listening slot when we hear from someone uh, who's a Christchurch member who may be not with us at this moment in time. Today, we're speaking to Sam Collinson, who's upside down in New Zealand. Hello, Christchurch. My name is Sam Collinson. Um, you probably know my mum, Sue Collinson. Uh, I am uh, in New Zealand at the moment. I'm on a gap year. Uh, I've been here since January and I'm coming home um, in just under three weeks' time, uh, which is very exciting, very excited to get home, uh, but also uh, sad to say goodbye to everyone here, of course. Um, just to give you a bit of context, I, yeah, I'm on a gap year, as I said, I finished exams uh, actually a year ago today um, which is great and I'm heading to Manchester University um, in September next year um, obviously if all goes well but yeah um, so just to fill you in on what I've been doing here um, I'm at a Christian camp called Todra Springs Christian Centre uh, or Christian camp I think it is um, it's in uh, North Island about an hour away from uh, the northern coast um, and about two hours away from Auckland, uh, if you know the country. Um, I've been here as a sort of, uh, in a volunteer capacity, um, working, originally working with the instructing team, but then um, uh, since lockdown, we've just been doing a lot of maintenance work and uh, sort of odd jobs here and there um, around camp. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's been really good. So lockdown here um, was very interesting. I um, did lockdown uh, on site with a bunch of other uh, on site staff who live here, and um, yeah, it was it was actually quite good. Uh, we were very very blessed uh, with the space that we have, um, so we were able to you know go on lots of walks and runs and um, yeah just have lots of exercise and uh, enjoy the hammock and enjoy reading and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think one big thing that um, I took from lockdown, I think one big thing that God sort of said to me um, in that season uh, was um, really an invitation to, um, to just recognise his presence uh, as, as he is and as we are and not to, 
really do too much or say too much in that space, but just to um, just to be really, um, and just to kind of grow familiar with who God is, um, sort of without too many words or actions, but just in um, yeah, just in solitude and in stillness, uh, kind of finding peace with um, yeah, with our kind of spiritual state and stuff. So yeah, that was really cool. Um, still trying to practice that, of course, and still growing. But um, yeah, that was that was a big thing that I took from it. Um, and yeah, um, God's been really faithful, uh, faithful through um, a lot of my time here. And I'm excited to sort of get back home and catch up with people, and um, yeah, just to see how everyone's been doing as well. So um, I'll say goodbye, sending lots of love, uh, praying for you, uh, for you all, of course, praying for church. Um, and for the whole country because, you know, we need it. Uh, but yeah, lots of blessings, lots of love, and see you soon. Thanks for that, Sam. It's lovely to hear from Sam, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I wish I was in New Zealand. Yeah, lovely place. Oh, well, Gel. Anyway, um, welcome to Christchurch. Uh, if you're new to Christchurch, you're very welcome. This is our online service, whether you're listening live or not. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, it's about five, six, seven minutes till the service starts, so time to get yourself uh, a cup of tea or a, a coffee or something to drink and a chance to uh, say hello to people online uh, who perhaps you haven't met up with for a while. Uh, don't forget to invite your friends and um, share with people and set up a watch party. Uh, wake up your teenagers if, you, if, if they're not awake already. Nice one. Yeah. And happy Father's Day. Uh, later we're going to hear from Simon starting a new series called Sing the Psalms but first we're going to hear from Chris Kipling who's written a new song uh, based on Psalm 27 and so Chris is going to play it now and then we're going to sing it during the service so here we go Chris
to Christchurch Online if you've just joined us. Uh, you're, you're very welcome. Happy Father's Day. We've just heard a new song from Chris Kipling, which we'll be uh, singing again during the service. And uh, we, today, of course, is Father's Day. So we're about to hear from some members of the congregation some stories about their fathers. It's called the, the Daddest... What is it? Things ever. The daddest things ever. The daddest things ever. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so uh, be prepared to uh, laugh a little as you hear some of the stories from our congregation members. Dad loves to do impersonations, from strictly come dancing professionals to comedy sketches. You might even catch him pretending to be a traffic cop. But recently in lockdown, he has loved photobombing children's action songs. So, my daddest moment is when Simon first came out to visit my parents, who lived in the Far East at the time. He'd had an incredibly long, arduous flight, and we were ushering him into our flat, and I could see this look of horror across his face. Um, I knew that the pungent smell in my house, the smell of bad drains and bad eggs, was actually from an amazingly wonderful fruit called the durian, which our family absolutely loves. He, of course, did not know that. However, my dad, in his very kind and gentle way, excitedly beckoned Simon onto the veranda and then proceeded to give him this incredible fruit to eat. Uh, talking to him about how succulent it was and how amazing it was, all the time Simon with this look of perplexed amusement, not sure whether to actually say how horrid the smell and the taste really was. Now, I think my dad must really love me a lot to put my future husband through that kind of ordeal. things my dad has done include walking into a glass door holding a plate of chips also when he drove past um, my school when he was driving me and my brother to primary school and we said dad where are you going and he was like I'm going to work obviously um, at which point he had to turn around and take us back my favourite time was every Thursday he would pick me up and I would run across the playground and he would throw his arms out and I would growl onto him and he would spin me round and round in circles um, we regularly do penguin impressions and do this penguin waddle, waddle across the kitchen um, but most recently he was my vice-chancellor at my garden graduation ceremony. The day truly is your day. Enjoy it. Cherish it. After all, you've paid for it. <laughs> I will now pass over to our master of ceremonies who will announce the graduates for today. They will then queue for the total body disinfecting <laughs> unit. <laughs> Come up onto the stage one by one and collect their certificates, which will of course be, be thrown to them from a distance of at least two metres as we follow social distancing guidelines. Adam MC, over to you. Thank you. On the last day before our dad started the new job, he thought it would be funny to go in to his old work with purple hair. The only problem was it didn't wash out in time for his new job, so to start work with purple hair. Thank you very much for sending in those videos. It's lovely to see uh, your contributions and your father's. Uh, Mum, what's the, what's the most daddest thing about your father? 
Well, when I think about my dad, I think about DIY. So he is the king of DIY. Uh -huh. He's got a tool for everything and several versions of tools. And um, most of my happy memories of me standing uh, at the bottom of a ladder with him up the top of it, fixing something, even when you no know, fully pasted wallpaper fell on my head, mm -hmm. I still enjoyed helping him and he still loves being up a ladder. So expert DIY, that's my dad. Grandpa, he loves a bit of DIY. Oh well. Uh, so it's over to Dave to take us through the rest of the service. Good morning and welcome to Christ Church at Home, Christ Church Winchester's online church service. My name is Dave Thornton, I'm the Youth, Children and Families Director at Christ Church. I wonder how you're feeling as we enter week 13 of lockdown. Maybe you're tired, maybe you're tired of watching things online, maybe you're bored, maybe you're a bit restless. Well, however you're feeling today, we're starting a series on singing the Psalms, which talk about feelings and emotions and people being honest before God. We begin with singing the Psalms of confidence, and we're looking at Psalm 27. It begins with these words, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? And it ends with these words. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I wonder if those are verses that you need to hear today. Let me pray for us as we begin our service. Loving Lord, thank you for the opportunity that we have to meet together today, even though we're apart. We pray that you would speak to us through your Holy Spirit, that you would encourage us and that you would give us confidence. Please give us hope that you are in control and your plans for us are good. Amen. We're going to start our service by singing together Psalm 23, The Lord's My Shepherd. If you're able to, you may want to stand for the song. It might help you to engage better in what's going on in the service. But let's sing together. The Lord's My Shepherd, I'm not want. He makes me Trust in you, Lord. 
guides my ways in righteousness, and He anoints my head with oil, and my We lay these things before you, God, and ask that you would forgive us 
for them. Help us to know the freedom which comes from your forgiveness. Would we live in that freedom and seek you above anything else? Amen. Good morning. We're going to be looking at five different Psalms over the next five weeks, but we want to do so in a rather special and deliberate way. You see, Psalms were meant to be sung. Now, they're good to read and they're good to listen to, but they're really the Bible's hymn book. Not that half of you know what a hymn book is, uh, so think playlist and you'll be absolutely fine. Some words just on their own, just on the page, well, they only go so far. Uh, take these famous song lyrics, uh, for instance. If I just read them, they sound like this. Manamana, do, do, de, do, do. Manamana, do, do, de, do. Now, on the page, they lack something don't you think? Uh, they're not stirring your soul right now, but they're supposed to be sung. Animal, of course, does it best, but even me singing those words does make them, well, at least a little more interesting. Well, you get the idea. Now, one of the challenges is that you have to sing each psalm to the right tune because there are happy psalms and sad psalms. There are psalms that you should dance to and psalms that you should sit tight and cry to. The best musicians help us to find music that makes the words and the images of the psalm come alive. They help us feel the words and express the words and express them together as God's people. So our aim over the next five weeks is not only to understand and appreciate five very different psalms with five very different moods, but also to be able to sing them and sing them together. So first of all, we're going to hear the whole of Psalm 27 read for us. Then we're going to think about what the psalm means, and then we're going to sing it. Today's reading is from Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. 
Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my saviour. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not hand me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Children, do grown-ups look brave to you? When we're young, I do just about remember, there are many things that we are scared of. We know some of those things are a bit silly, but some of them are definitely for real. Fears are really real and really strong and really big. But grown-ups, haven't they, well, grown up from fear? We look to them to be strong, to help us, to beat the things that scare us. Dad, there is a monster under the bed! Come quickly! There's no way, is there, that grown-ups get scared of things or, or people or, or things that might happen? Is there? There are many brave grown-ups. There are many brave children too. We've spent a lot of time over the last few weeks remembering and thinking about the bravery of people who are working on the front line where there are real risks, where you need to be brave. And we've seen too the courage of people who are standing up right across the world for what is right, even if it means that they are unpopular or people say bad things about them. All of us so-called grown-ups have fears. Trust me, we do. Ask us about them, we will tell you. Some of our fears make sense some of them make no sense at all. Some of them are founded on love. The more we love someone, the more we can fear anything that will hurt them or that will make their life difficult. It's what we do as so-called grown-ups or children that makes the difference. Some of us grown-ups pretend that we aren't actually scared at all, that we have no fears. We try to look brave and strong for you and for each other and even for ourselves. And we're quite good at it, some of us. It's great to have people respect us and to look up to us for our courage and our bravery. But we know deep down it isn't really true. It's fake. We're pretending. Some of us try to be so strong that we chase away all of our fears. We try to be bigger than our fears, but it's really hard work 
and sometimes our fears gang up and they threaten to overwhelm us and then we feel really small. And some, like King David who wrote this beautiful Psalm 27, are learning that God is worth trusting, that we can come to God with our fears. We can wait patiently for him when we are scared. We do still get scared, but we're learning to take our fears to God. And we're learning that hard things happening in our lives does not mean that God has given up on us, and it does not mean that we are going to give up on God. You can be confident in God. Trust him. Don't hide your fears from him. Tell God about them. They will look different when you remember how much he loves you. Our prayer as your parents and your grandparents and your uncles and aunties in the faith, our prayer is that you will be able to say today and tomorrow and next week and next year, the same as King David said, that God is my light and my salvation and my stronghold. We're not pretending, we're not saying this to make you feel better. We do actually believe that we can be confident in the love of God and so can you. Now, in about 10 minutes, we're going to come back to Psalm 27. Before we do, I want you to imagine that you meet someone who's going to be a dad for the first time and they're feeling, well, a little bit scared. What would you say to them about being a dad. Let's see. Hey kids, mom needs more help inside. Hey, how many kids do you have? Three. Three? Yeah. That is a good number. Whoa, whoa. Um, let's just concentrate on this one for now. <laughs> hey, what's it like being a dad? Mr. Clams has been sleeping for two days, Daddy. Goodbye, Mr. Clams. No! All right, just slow down a little Dad, bit. stop yelling at me! I don't think that... <gasps> oh! Okay, okay. All right, and that is why we always wear our seatbelt. And that's the birds and the bees. Yeah. 
<laughs> I am so proud of you, son. Run. Huh? Run, it's gonna blow! No. Have I told you lately? I know, Dad. You love me. You tell me all the time. Actually, I was going to tell you I think you're beautiful inside and out. Whatever. Dad, you are disgusting. Yeah, Dad, you are disgusting. This right here goes to your future, this right here goes to you, and this right here goes to God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How much does God get? What's wrong, beautiful? Trevor broke up with me. A jerk. I, he broke up with me on a text message. He just replied. Dad, I can't believe you. He didn't deserve you. <laughs> he didn't deserve you. One, two, three! <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for being so good to us. God has the coolest job. He can make clouds all day. Yeah, he does. But I think one of his very best jobs is when he made you. Daddy. Hey, what's it like being a dad? How much time you got?
So let's take a look at King David's Song of Confidence. There's some really distinctive things that King David feels confident about and it's worth looking at those closely in the short time together now. The first is the character of God. He is my light and my salvation and my stronghold, says David in verse 1. You can't help but notice all of those my's in such a short space. Of course, we can learn about the character of God through reading and through listening and through trying to understand how the whole universe fits together. But the real way to learn about the character of God, of course, is to trust him and to reach out to him and to take risks so that we can trust him enough that we'll be able to say for ourselves, he is my light and salvation and stronghold. Secondly, King David wants us to know that there is great reward in seeking after God. You'll also remember that Jesus had plenty to say about this too. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, he says. Seek first God's kingdom. Make it your priority, the thing that you long for the most. Times of intimacy with God are not just for the times of joy and prosperity. It is very often in the midst of adversity that we sense God's presence the most. Like now, when we have some of the things we thought were the most precious about our life suddenly put on hold. No church building to worship in, no live worship, no hugs, no hanging out together, no jobs for some of us, poor prospects for some of us, illness and debilitating grief for some of us, fear. Surely then, we have to wait until all this is over before we are really able to enjoy life and the presence of God again. No, says King David. Even in the midst of threats and trials, he still thirsts for and delights in God's presence. If anything, these threats make him more single-minded. He is seeing things as they really are. He is seeing God as he really is. 
and so the grace and the sanctuary of God are all the brighter and all the more alluring for him. Now, from a New Testament point of view, to dwell in the house of the Lord is not to be in a church building, whether or not that church building is open for private prayer. We can contemplate the goodness and the faithfulness of God anywhere at any time. So let's not kid ourselves that we need to be back in church with a preacher and our favourite song in order to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. Thirdly, King David shares his confidence that God will answer us. He encourages us to call out to God. Like so many of the Psalms, David's confidence is not mute or passive, it's active. Hear me, God. Don't hide your face from me, God. Don't reject me, God. And yet there's a peculiar English spirituality that looks impressive, but actually is just try-hard stoicism. It's just being quiet and not making a fuss while inwardly nursing the deepest of resentments. And yet this great King David, with all the power and the charisma he had, still, still calls out to God confidently and courageously. And so should we. Uh, we do know, don't we, that this confidence in God that David is talking about is not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Of course, there are times when we'd love that in the face of a cancer diagnosis or a policeman's steps at the door or the HR director's gaze resting on us. We would love a get-out-of-jail-free card. Aha, uh -huh, we say, I'm a Christian. Death, disease and disappointment. You need to move on elsewhere. You don't belong here. That's not how it works. God does indeed reveal his power and his grace in beautiful ways for which we thank him. But being confident in God does not mean that we are immune from the trials and tribulations of living in a fallen world. What King David is particularly confident in is that God will show us his way and show us his face. The last thing that King David is confident in is that God is always worth waiting for. In theory, we get better at this waiting as we get older. Well, at least some of us do. I still remember my agony as a child of the 70s when I'd collected enough Kellogg's coupons from our morning breakfast cereal to send off for a toy that always looked more substantial and pleasing on the packet than it did in real life. But once you'd got your tokens and your little return form together and you'd sellotaped on your 10p for the postage, it was then that you saw the words that shook you to your very core. Delivery may take up to 28 days. It might as well have been 2,000 years. The eternity of waiting. And yet God is always worth waiting for. We see it from the darkness of Good Friday to the glorious Easter morning. And one of the gifts of character that he is wanting to develop in us is persistence or patience. Neither of these traits makes any sense if the person you are waiting for is worthless or ineffectual or doesn't keep their promises. But God 
does. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. There is so much that we can be confident in, in the love and the mercy and the grace of God. Let's not be turned away at this time, uh, thinking that somehow all of that is on hold. We are waiting for things to get better, but we can know the glory and the guidance and the wisdom of God as we do that waiting. We're now going to sing Psalm 27 uh, together. Chris Kipling has wrote, written a version for us and we're going to sing it together now. Uh, even if uh, we don't get the song immediately in terms of the tune, let's use this uh, to let those words of King David's Psalm sink deep into our souls uh, so that we'll be humming it and singing it, but most of all, owning it and experiencing it in the weeks to come.
let's declare our faith in the God who loves us and cares for us. We believe in God the Father, God Almighty, by whose plan earth and heaven sprang to being, all created things began. We believe in Christ the Saviour, Son of God in human frame, virgin born, the child of Mary, upon whom the Spirit came. Christ who on the cross forsaken, like a lamb to slaughter led, suffered under Pontius Pilate, he descended to the dead. We believe in Jesus risen, heaven's king to rule and reign, to the Father's side ascended, till as judge he comes again. We believe in God the Spirit, in one church below, above, saints of God in one communion, one in holiness and love. So by faith our sins forgiven, Christ our Saviour, Lord and Friend, we shall rise with him in glory to the life that knows no end. Hey there, you must be wondering why there's 10 speedy stairway scramblers on your screen. We're taking part in Tier Fund's fundraising challenge, The Climb, in which we have two weeks to climb the equivalent height of a mountain just on our stairs at home. Some of us are climbing 4,000 metres to the collective summit of the UK Four Peaks, whilst others of us are climbing a whopping 6,000 metres to the top of Kilimanjaro. But we're not just doing this for fun. Believe me, the fun stopped when after day one, when the achy legs began. Um, but we're doing this to raise money for Tier Fund's coronavirus appeal. Tier Fund's response to coronavirus has been extensive and impressive, reaching 29 countries so far. However, we're dedicated to seeing this number increase. We've seen with our own eyes how devastating coronavirus would be. The tragic loss of life, the widespread uncertainty, the erosion of the country's incomes. But for people living in the developing world, the impact of this virus has been far worse, costing more lives and driving more people into poverty. The good news is that Tier Fund are already hard at work on the front line. They are promoting hygiene practices, building hand washing stations and delivering food. All this is being achieved through their connections with their local church partners. It costs just £3 to provide a family living in poverty with the sanitary items they need to combat coronavirus. We aim to reach £4,000, which will enable Tier Fund to distribute these necessities to 1,300 families. If you'd like to donate or find out more, then follow the link to our Just Giving page, um, which is available on the church website or social media. Thank you. 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 Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
creator of life and sustainer of life. We come before you and we praise you and worship you. And thank you for everything that's good in our lives that comes from you. Lord, we, we thank you this morning that we can have complete confidence in you. That as your children and that you as our father, we know that we are completely secure. And that you have us. You have always had us and you, you, you love us. You are the beginning and the end and we have a future that's secure. Lord, when there's so much uncertainty in the world and so much fear um, still through this um, pandemic, we thank you that our security and rock is in you. You are our rock and our refuge. And we praise you for that this morning. As the psalmist says, the Lord is my stronghold and in him I will trust. Who then shall I be afraid? Who shall I be afraid of? What shall I be afraid of? Lord, it's easy to say, but when we get fearful, but we just want to remind ourselves this morning that you are able, more than able. And we want to praise you and we want to pray for those people that are facing uncertainty, uncertainties of jobs and health and future direction, finances, challenges in their lives. Lord, may we come to you and, uh, and bring it all to you in the knowledge that you will provide and that you will look after us because you love us. We thank you for that. Lord, we, we pray for the government and the situation with the COVID pandemic. Thank you for the breakthrough this week with the drug that was discovered that's helping people. And we really praise you for that. And we pray for the speedy finding of a, of a vaccine, development of a vaccine that would help us all get back to, to, to normal life. And we pray for the government for wisdom and um, in the tricky decisions that they have to face, balancing risk against economy, help them to get that as right as they can with inspiration from you, Lord. And uh, we, we do pray for that, Lord. We also think of the, the unrest in the world with this, um, the racial tensions that have been so prevalent in the news in the last few weeks. Um, Lord, all lives matter to you and all men and women are, and children are precious because you love us and you died for us. So we pray that you would pour oil on those troubled waters and that you would bring your peace and love to the different parties that are involved in this. And particularly pray against the enemy who would seek to stir up unrest and hatred. And we, we stand against that. In the name of Jesus Christ, we say no to the hatred and division that can be caused by um, differences in ethnic background and race and colour. Lord, we have no part of that, and you have no part of that. And Father, we pray for the church, and we pray for um, the practical matters as they re-emerge. For Simon and the team and the leadership, help us to focus on what you would have us focus on, and to lead us in that, Lord. We pray for opportunities to share your faith sorry, to share faith of you with others that we know. The world's been shaken and it's been rattled and there's a lot of fear and insecurity. Lord, place us in the places where you want us to reach those, to, to speak to neighbours, friends, work colleagues about the deeper questions of life. And Lord, we pray for the online alpha that's being arranged. Would you bring to us those people that have got deeper questions that you are placing your seeds of questions in? Lord, may we have the opportunity and the joy and the privilege of bringing them through to faith in you, Jesus. That would be amazing. We'd love that. We'd really love that. So, Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you that we can have confidence in you and that we love you. And uh, we just want to say that, as the psalmist says, that uh, we will remain sure of one thing, that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
and that we will wait for you and take strength in our hearts as we wait for you. So praise you, Lord, and worship you, and thank you that you are our hope, our strength, our courage, and our life. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello. Well, Noah the dog did such a fantastic job last week at giving our notices. I thought I would ask some of my family to help me out. But Mark and Izzy and Sam are all not around at the moment. So then I thought I will look for Leo the cat. Anyone who's got a cat will know that they have their favourite spots. And he's not there on the sofa, so I thought I'll go upstairs. Actually, one of his favourite spots is the puzzle box, but he wasn't there either. Is he on our bed? No, not on our bed. Is he on Izzy's bed? No, that's not the cat. That's a cuddly toy. Is he in the spare room? No, not there either. I think he might be in Sam's room. Ah, oh, what's here? Leo, are you going to be helpful? and help me with the notices? Leo? I don't think so. So because Leo wasn't much use, I thought I'd ask the three newest members of our household. They just arrived last week. This is Violet, Lavender and Sage. But as you can see, they all look the same, so we don't really know who's who. And I'm not sure they're going to be very much help either. They're a bit busy exploring their nice new home. So it looks like it's up to me to tell you what's happening. But the exciting thing is, is we've got uh, the talent show coming up. That's on the 3rd of July. And so it would be fantastic if you could get your videos of any sort of talent that you have. It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's comedy or music or acrobatics or anything you like, anything that will impress us or make us laugh or smile. Uh, just get your videos done and sent in to Jack uh, as soon as you can. Uh, the address is jack.percy at ccwinch.org.uk. So email them in and he will be delighted to start putting that together. So that's the talent show on the 3rd of July. And then this coming Wednesday, Dave Thornton and I are hosting a drop-in for any parents at all who would like to talk about uh, the stresses and strains of lockdown with children. We would just love to support you in whatever way we can. So we will pray for you. We'll also share ideas and helpful tips uh, with each other. And it's just a chance to, um, yeah, to get some support from one another. So that's this coming Wednesday, the 24th at eight o'clock, uh, a Zoom call. Uh, tonight at seven, we have our worship evening again. So do tune in to Facebook Live just here uh, at the same time as last week, seven o'clock tonight. And finally, uh, next week is very exciting because we've got the Download alumni. So all those who've been through Download um, are actually going to be taking our service for us next week. So we're really looking forward to that. So we'll see you again next Sunday. Thank you. We love being part of this church community together and we do our very best to help each other. 
we're here to help you. If you're struggling financially, please contact the Early Church Fund. We really can help. If you need financial advice, please contact Frontline Debt Advice. And if you need help with food and day-to-day essentials, please contact Winchester Basics Bank. And we need your help. We need your gifts of time, prayer and money and encourage every church member to work out how they can regularly support us financially. For help and more information on how you give to Christchurch and if you'd like to change what you give, please visit ccwinch.org.uk forward slash give or scan the QR code on the screen. Thank you very much.
at the end of our service where we've been looking at the amazing Psalm 27. I'm going to give us a double blessing. So first of all, from the very end of that psalm, it says, wait patiently for the Lord, be brave and courageous, and yes, wait patiently for the Lord. And because it is the longest day of the year and also Father's Day, I thought we could have two blessings. And so my favourite one of the moment, the numbers blessing. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. Amen. Hang around for just five minutes and then it's questions and answers with Simon Cansdale. Just time to get a quick cuppa. See you then.